I'm Mary Kinsella, host of Her Engineering Career Podcast, helping women engineers like you confidently command greater influence and impact. Hello, and welcome back to Her Engineering Career Podcast. Today's topic is integrating work and life. Typically, this means integrating work with anything that's not work but we'll put the emphasis on work and family. We haven't addressed this too much yet in the podcast, and it's a topic of interest with most of my clients, so I think it's time we start the conversation. This is episode 24, and you can find the show notes at herengineeringcareer.com slash 24. Probably the biggest concern among women engineers when it comes to work and life integration is family. How can I manage a family and an engineering career at the same time? Will my family responsibilities preclude me from reaching my career goals? Will my career hinder my ability to serve my family well? How will I handle family emergencies? And how will I handle work emergencies? And all the variations of family come into play, traditional and non-traditional. Families can include birth children, stepchildren, adopted children, foster children, or no children. Yours might be an extended family. It might include aging relatives or relatives requiring special care. In any of these cases, women are often the primary caregivers, and so for women engineers to have successful careers, they need options for ensuring their families are managed and cared for to their satisfaction. I'm not going to attempt to give you a lot of answers here, but I am going to share some of my insights and experiences that I hope will provide some guidance and reassurance for you. Right away, I want to share four important insights, four things for you to remember. First, remember that successfully managing an engineering career in a family is entirely possible. There's no one way to do it, but it is doable, no matter what career or family stage you're in. Second, remember that how you integrate work and life is very individual. What works for you won't work for everyone else. You can decide, you can figure out what's best for you and go from there. Base your decisions on what's best for you and not what's best for someone else. Third, remember there is no right or wrong. You may, and probably will, feel pressure from other parents or mom engineers who have different philosophies and do things differently, but that does not mean your choices are wrong. For example, some women feel the need to get back to work soon after their child is born. Others feel the need to be home longer, while still others choose to take a long-term break from their careers to raise their children. None of these options is good or bad. What you decide is best is best. And fourth, remember that your situation will evolve over time. The work and life integration plan you put in place early in your career is not going to work forever. 
be prepared to revisit it and adjust your plan accordingly. For example, the challenges are not the same when your children are school age versus when they were infants and toddlers, or when they are in college versus high school versus elementary school. Even after your children are grown, your needs and situations will change. Remembering these four insights will help you with optimizing your work and life integration. Another insight or perception I want to share when it comes to work and family is that there are two kinds of mom engineers. I call them blenders and separators. Blenders are those who prefer and are comfortable with mingling work and family. The ones who are good at interweaving work and home activities and switching between the two. Separators are those who prefer more distinction between work and family activities. Work is detached from family. Work is done at work and not at home. Or, if you're working from home, work is allocated to a specifically defined time frame. I've seen many mom engineers who are blenders. They're really good at melding work and home activities. They can transition from work to home and back again smoothly and easily. And they can be efficient at both simultaneously. I am a separator. I like to set boundaries around my work time and focus on work without distraction. I was never good at taking my kids along to meetings or combining business travel with vacations. That was always just too stressful for me. I know this about myself. I'm a separator. So I don't have expectations of getting work done outside my designated work time, and I don't put pressure on myself to do so. Knowing what your tendency is will help you define your own work and life integration strategy. Lastly, I'd like to provide a few tips for managing work and family. These are ideas from my own experience. Now, I already mentioned that approaches to work and life integration are very individual, so I emphasize that these are things that worked for me. Perhaps they will give you a place to start, a place from which you can find what works for you. Number one, because I'm a planner, the first thing I'm going to suggest is to have a plan. (laughs) Spend some time thinking about your preferences and concerns. Find out about resources in your community. Get familiar with relevant policies and resources that support employees and their families. Number two, Talk with your partner and other caregivers about your family needs and possible arrangements, and then come up with ideas and options. Here are just a few examples. Set routines that work for you and your children. Connect with other parents to team up with so you can help each other out. Set up carpools and backup rides. Establish emergency contacts and medical arrangements. Make overnight accommodations in case there is unexpected travel or travel delays. Find colleagues who can cover for you, if necessary, in the event you have to leave work unexpectedly. 
We don't have any family in town, nor were there very many mom engineers as role models back when our kids were young, so it was hard. But we made arrangements with neighbors and shared family responsibilities as best we could. Today, it seems like people in the workplace are more open about family requirements, and it's a little easier to share best practices and find resources. Number three, check in frequently to manage expectations. This means routinely check in with your partner or whoever it is that helps you with family care activities. Talk about this week's calendar and the month ahead. Make any special arrangements or backup plans. For me, this was a conversation with my husband about upcoming meetings and business travel. We discussed who will cover what errands, daycare transport, doctor appointments, and after-school activities. Number four, in most cases, it's important to keep your boss up to date on your family situation so that they're aware of what you're dealing with and can provide support. This is something I didn't do enough in my career. I felt like I had to deal with everything myself. If I had shared more with my bosses, there would have been less pressure on me as a mom engineer. And finally, number five, practice self-care. Make sure you're meeting your own needs, keeping yourself well, and occasionally indulging yourself. This is essential for you as an engineer, leader, and mom. And both your family and your employer will benefit too. Work and life integration is a complex challenge for women engineers, but you don't have to choose one or the other. It takes some skill in planning, setting priorities, and maintaining self-care practices, but you can learn these skills and have a rewarding engineering career along with a fulfilling family life. Let's recap, shall we? Today's episode is an introduction to some of the challenges of work and life integration. We started off with a few insights about managing an engineering career and a family. Next, we talked about blenders and separators. And we closed with some tips for managing an engineering career and a family. I hope these insights are helpful for you. Next time on Her Engineering Career Podcast, I'll tell you about the paradox of less is more a handy little enigma for busy women engineers. Stay tuned for episode 25. Thanks for listening. That's our show for this week. Please help other women engineers by sharing this podcast on social media, rate it five stars, and give it a nice review.